0: Welcome back to the emergency goalies. And you know what? We've got some games. The season is back, and there's some Connor Bedard content and also some Blackhawks content. But um, they began the season against the Penguins, as we talked about, and Michael was there. And you know what? The Blackhawks won. They were behind 2-1 in the third period and scored a couple goals, and Tied it up and won. And yeah, that was fun. And then they went to Boston the next night. You know, um, people weren't sure is Boston still going to be as good as they were last year. They might not have all the players they had last year, but they're still pretty good. And they uh, beat the Blackhawks. But Connor Bedard got the Blackhawks' only goal. A very nice wraparound number. His first ever goal. And, you know, they didn't play that bad against the Bruins. So I will ask you, Michael, what did you think of these two games?
1: Well, obviously, the first one was a little more fun for me, being there in person. Um, You know, it was a a pretty good back-and-forth game, um, despite the, the Penguins, you know, having the lead for most of it. Um, but then, yeah, you know, obviously it was a very fun third period with the comeback and the victory. Uh, you know, Bedard, uh, you know, didn't score his first goal, but he dominated possession. He got a lot of shot opportunities and, um, you know, he he delivered. Um, he uh, met expectations there. And then, yeah, you know, the the thing that uh, has jumped out to me the most in comparison to last year is the hawks defense is so much more mobile yes um than what we've seen in the last few years and it not only shows in the defensive zone but uh you know several of these guys are are capable of jumping up into the play and um I mean, you you know, can, can contribute in the offensive zone.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you can definitely see why Korczynski could be very good. There was yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, Vlasic um, has been probably the most impressive of the three rookie defensemen so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's that he's probably the least. He, you know, he's he's the guy that doesn't carry the puck much, but. He's made some good decisions with,
0: yeah, and you can see that. um, As you say, that reach he has could be oh yeah, precise.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've seen the reach the last couple of years when he's gotten his opportunities, and you know, I mean, uh, is at six seven and that. I mean, he obviously takes up can take up a lot of space. um, But the difference this year, to me, is he's a little bit stronger. He's kind of come into his body a little bit more. And so he's not getting pushed around as much in the corners when he does have to engage, uh, you know, up and close, and you know he's he's able to hold his own there, and then you know still be able to use his reach to you know lock down passing lanes and that sort of thing. But the other um, improvement has been uh, you know a little bit of aggressiveness with um, both stepping up you know, taking the puck offensively when opportunities are in the offensive zone. But the thing that we have not seen from the Blackhawks in years um, that that Duncan Keith and Nicholas Charlerson in particular were so good at was stopping plays at the opponents, you know, at, at the attacking blue line and also at the defensive blue line. And Vlasic is starting to figure out when... He's getting the timing down of shutting down the plays before they actually happen, and that's a really big thing that that we've been missing for years. And it, it, we're starting to see it with not just Kaiser, I mean not just Vlasic, but Kaiser as well. Uh is still figuring it out a little bit, but he's such a good skater. Yeah, there's that. There was, that um,
0: was it was it the Pittsburgh game or the Boston? Where they had the two on one, him and Bedard. I think it was the Boston game.
1: You know, I missed part of the Boston game, so it was probably that game because I don't, I don't, I don't there remember
0: one. One but... with Bedard and Korczynski jumped up on the play, and Bedard hit him with a great pass, and it was a great save by Allmark, I think that, but it was that close to a goal. But yeah, he, he jumped right up on the play, and it it was very nice.
1: Yeah, so I mean that, like I said, to me that has been the biggest you know improvement outside of uh you know the obvious addition of Connor Bedard um, just been yeah the the defense you know it's still not perfect and three rookies are going to make a lot of rookie mistakes but you can see the potential and they make plays during the game that we just we haven't seen in years <laughs> and <laughs> i'm looking forward to to seeing that growth throughout the year and seeing you know can any of these guys sustain that level of of play for long stretches, or maybe even take another step and you know show so show some growth even beyond that. Um, yeah, it's just it's, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun to have have young guys to
0: root for. And we talked about a little bit that about Zaitsev, and they did they immediately they did not even start him. They went right with Tano. Yeah. You know that they
1: they, they 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 have stuck with three veterans and are going with the three rookies and they're splitting them all up so that you've got a veteran and a and a rookie on each pairing um but yeah they they went ahead and they're playing Blasik over Zaitsev which I'm all for even though it means Kaiser has to play on his on his offside but um he's a good enough skater where he should be able to Adapt to that. There's still a few, uh, even in the first two games, there was a couple of instances where you could kind of see him get caught be- yeah. in between on. Oh, do I backhand this? Do I floor? You know, how how do yeah. I play he this? Couple, he just he doesn't have quite as much weeks experience weeks doing that.
0: But he had a couple kind yeah. of too, That's, right? You wonder is that being out of position.
1: I think it is probably a little bit. I mean, it's it's something that Nick Nick Jalmerson and. Um, yeah, you know, even he even struggled with it a little bit early on, but he figured it out and he obviously became, you know, a great shutdown defenseman who was a lefty who played on the right side. And with all of the left-handed defensemen, young left-handed defensemen that the Blackhawks have, somebody's gonna have to play over there. And they Heiser seems to be the guy that they at least is gonna get the first shot. They've also got Nolan Allen doing it down in Rockford. Um and so yeah you know i think between one of those two guys they need they need one of those guys to kind of step up and um yeah i, I talked about it a little bit last week um i th- i think kaiser's gonna eventually figure it out so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah just just a lot of good stuff happening and uh it's just nice to have nice to have young players to root for mm-hmm. um, But yeah, you know, obviously the big story is Bedard and, you know, he had the the really pretty play in Boston. Um, You know, it was obviously a wraparound goal, but he had a nice pass before that to kind of trigger the play and um, just, yeah, he's, he's been everything. He's been carrying the puck.
0: The defensemen in the
1: NHL are already respecting him. They back off and, he's gaining possession of the blue, you know, he's carrying possession over the blue line.
0: Yeah. And Good creating when he gets the puck. Yeah. The one thing yeah. I would say is like, that I think you can tell that he's still, these are his first few games. I think he will have to, he'll be more aggressive coming up. Cause he had that two on one with, that you didn't see with Korchinski, but he had, he had space to shoot and he passed. It was a great pass, but you want, you want Bedard to shoot. Because he has such a great shot.
1: Yeah, I mean, there is going to be an adjustment period for mm-hmm. him. And it it is going to be one of those things where, you know, he's obviously going to score a lot of goals in the NHL. But the yeah. way you score goals in the NHL, as opposed to juniors, mm-hmm. it, a, a lot more of them are going to have to come off of the pass. Mm-hmm. Um, NHL goalies are so good. And, you know, despite... How good Bedard's wrister is, and how well he can change the angle, and how hard he shoots it, and how quick he gets it off.
0: You're still facing the best.
1: NHL goalies shut down the angles so well that you know it's just really difficult to consistently beat guys that way.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so, yeah, I mean, on two-on-ones, you generally do want to make the pass because you want to make the goalie move because it changes the goalie's angle. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, I haven't I didn't see that particular play, but that that, that doesn't necessarily concern me. And yeah. it's just it's just a natural part of the progression. He's, he'll figure out when to shoot and whatnot. not. And yeah, I, I, I have zero concerns in that regard. Yeah.
0: That might so. also be a thing with me too about I remember um Patrick Kane early on would be he would defer more.
1: Oh um, overpass,
0: yeah. We don't know what Bedard will be like.
1: Right, right. And, you know, the, the the one difference between Bedard and Kane at this age is when Kane first came in, it, his shot wasn't that great. Yeah. He was he was a little undersized. His shot was still a little weak. A little, yes. um, Bedard obviously doesn't have that issue. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think you're definitely going to – and, I mean, you, you look at the amount of shots that he's taken through the first two games mm-hmm. – He's oh. not being shy.
0: No. So, <laughs> it's funny, too, after the game, he said it was a huge relief to score his first goal. So you wonder, yeah. hey, will he be better now? You,
1: you would hope so. I mean, I think everybody's nervous to get that first one. And, to, you know, I think with him, there's obviously a little more pressure to live up to the hype and everybody was You know, like, some of the guys, like, what was it, often Matthews scored, like, four goals in his first game. And so there was a a lot of expectations for him. So, yeah, just getting it out of the way pretty early here. Um, Yeah, hopefully now he can just kind of take off from here. And, uh, yeah, the the tough part's going to be Hawks are really struggling with their... um, the amount of actual top six forwards that they have to play with them right now, yeah, um, with with uh, Taylor Hall getting hurt. I mean, Although just, the
0: good news is that it sounded at first like it was going to be like multiple weeks, and now it's sounding like maybe just a few games. So
1: yeah, that would be a huge boost. Because um, yeah, he definitely s- still needs some help. I mean, Donato's a smart player, but he's not. He's not typically somebody you you would want, <laughs> you know, as a first liner.
0: No. And
1: you know, the same thing with Athanasiu he, if he's gonna be the guy that that fills in for Hall. Yeah. So yeah, and I you know, I think you also see it on the second line where I think Reichel is playing pretty well. He is, yeah. But he doesn't seem to have a lot of chemistry with those guys. Yeah. And, you know, he is still adjusting to playing center as opposed to wing and um I the, the couple of times that we've seen bedard and and Reichel out there together we've only seen it in very short bursts but it looked
0: good. they look good
1: they looked good together and I did see that with when while Hall is out Reichel is going to move up to the power play one
0: yeah um,
1: so I'm I'm hoping a thing few things
0: yeah you want the power play it I mean it looked okay but it's not you know, you want it to be better than it is. And I don't know, you know, they're figuring things out. I mean, yeah. do you like the dart on the point or? um, I You know, he seems to be a guy that
1: moves around a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think he's going to be nearly as static on the power play as Patrick Kane, where Kane so much preferred to, to run the power play from
0: on the boards
1: yeah. the there mm-hmm. and usually on the right side. Um, I think you're gonna see a lot more interchanging with Bedard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think with Kane, it was everybody was waiting for him to make a pass, and he'd yeah. like to stay in a position where he could make a pass, whereas Bedard wants to both pass and shoot. And he can do that from so many different platforms and so many different areas on the ice. Yeah. That yeah, I think I I think you're gonna see a lot more more engagement from all five guys on the blackhawks
0: with with kane it was like the problem would be it would get stuck sometimes
1: yeah every once in a while it would be just like all four five guys standing around waiting for kane to do something yes and yeah i think i just i i feel like we're going to get far more engagement and movement and you know it doesn't mean that we aren't still going to have droughts but um you know for the last 10 12 years or you know whatever it had been you know, we all knew when those ruts were happening where there was just the five guys standing around. And I, I just got a little bit, a little tired of it by the end of it where I'm just, we're going to have different, we're still going to have problems, but it's going to be different problems. And I, yes. I'm just happy to have
0: different problems right now. With this the power is where play. You're hoping, like you're hoping a guy like Kaczynski can really be a help on the power play. And he's shown like, he's had a couple where he kept the puck in the couple times at the point they were very good so but he's young too so yeah
1: and you know the other thing we've seen is bedard uh and because there's more movement on it um he's he's not staying out for the full two minutes like we did see with kane where it was pretty much kane would be out there for a minute and 50 and then the second power play unit would get like maybe 10 seconds or 15 seconds with Bedard, it's been more, I don't know, maybe a minute and 15, minute and 20, something like that, and then
0: they've Although switched I off. To- say, I will say overall, Bedard's out there. At the first two games, he's been about 21 minutes. So that's yeah. A lot.
1: yeah, no, I, I, I. but I will say, too, uh, uh, I guess I can't speak so much for the Boston game, but in the Pittsburgh game, Richardson rolled all four lines. He did. When when it was five on five, I don't think he skipped the entire game when it was five on five.
0: The first Uh like um, first period in the half with Boston, he did, but then Hall got hurt, and I want to Uh say Dickinson got a game. He
1: got ejected, yeah.
0: So so then he was kind of
1: yeah, you kind of forced to scramble a little bit there, and you know you obviously can't roll four lines if you don't have four lines. Early on, he was. Yeah, but yeah, certainly in the Pittsburgh game, it was just, yeah, when it was five on five, you know, the the Dickinson line would take all the tough defensive zone draws, but they weren't skipping over the fourth line and, you know, Bedard and them were only getting the extra minutes because of the special teams. And that's kind of the way that you want it to happen. You want to have four lines that you can roll because it's going to keep everybody fresh. Mm-hmm. And and it keeps even the fourth liners involved in the game. Yeah, and so yeah, I think that's a good sign that they at least feel like they can do that. Assuming everybody can get relatively healthy <laughs> here. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just I, I've been very encouraged by what we've seen through two games.
0: And yeah, I think the other thing just, we should probably touch on a bit is just uh, Peter Mrazek. Obviously, you know, with, that
1: was a great game.
0: Yeah, with, with health, of course. It's always the thing, but he played awesome in that game.
1: Yeah, it might have been his best game as a Blackhawk. Um I mean I'm sure he had a couple of good games last year, but nothing really stood out. You know, nothing really stuck with me <laughs> across the offseason. Um whereas this game, yeah, I mean he was he was really tough.
0: And, and I w- and... will also say Soderboom played pretty well against the Bruins too. So he yeah. Out.
1: Yeah, I mean I only saw about half of the game, but um and what i did see boston carried more of the play than pittsburgh managed to do against the hawks and boston you know was in the offensive zone more and got better quality shots it seemed like but uh soda he was up to the task um and i didn't see you know really any spectacular saves like we saw a couple of with morazic but um yeah i everything's going pretty well so far outside of the injuries as far as I'm concerned. So,
0: so I guess now we can talk a little bit. Like I wanted to talk, uh, touch on this that so we, you know, do the preview ahead, but I looked at the Blackhawks schedule to start the season is brutal. Just brutal.
1: Yeah. On the road against a lot of good teams.
0: Yeah. Cause I looked ahead. Um, they play Montreal next and Montreal's not supposed to be good. But then you get the Maple Leafs, Vegas twice, the Avalanche. It's not, and
1: Boston again is in there, stuck in there somewhere too.
0: Boston again in Chicago, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's- so it, yeah, it's it's a really tough first month. Um, I I actually do like that they're starting off with a bit of a road trip with all of the new faces and everything. I I think that's probably a good opportunity for all the guys to stick together and bond a little bit um so that 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 part of it doesn't bother me as much and especially since they were able to get a win right off the bat yes or you know they're not they, they don't have that hanging over them as they travel from place to place but um yeah i think i think that'll part of it'll end up being a a good experience but yeah the actual opponents that they're playing oof, it's 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 got to be one of the toughest October schedules of any team in the league and probably one of the tougher October schedules. I can remember the Blackhawks having in Mm -hmm. years. So, but yeah, like you said, uh, the, the next game is probably the one easiest uh, matchup that they have, which is in Montreal against a not great Canadians team, you know, another young team, but it is also the Canadian's home opener, from what I understand. It's so though, there was well. plenty of energy in that building.
0: So well, I mean, the Bruins one—they put up every single living Bruins-like Hall of Famer. It was crazy the people they had before the game. The yeah, guys out. yeah. So. so
1: yeah, I don't know if Montreal is going to have anything planned like that, but I mean, that's obviously a hockey crazy town, and. Mm-hmm. Getting you know any home openers like that is
0: well obviously the league was thinking the Blackhawks are big business this year with Bedard and they're putting them out for all the big openers for all these big teams. So.
1: Well, yeah, and uh, I mean I saw that it was the 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 one in Pittsburgh was ESPN's highest non-winter classic game, and the game Thursday was. TNT's highest non-winter classic regular season game. So he's bringing in eyeballs, which is what the league needs and wants. So and
0: Let's just say, everybody get ready. The Blackhawks are going to be on a lot. When yes.
1: Yes, it's uh, it, just as it was at the height of the Kane and Taves and Stanley Cups. It, the Blackhawks are going to be on national TV a lot for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. So. Especially as they hopefully continue to get better, yes. um, but even in the meantime, just to get Bedard out there, I mean, the it's not like McDavid out in Edmonton where it's you know more of the West Coast. Uh, you know, Chicago's centrally located. It's you know obviously one of the bigger markets as well, and yeah, the. ESPN and TNT and NHL network are going to be any opportunity. that's going to be allowed to put them on national TV. They're going to be on there.
0: And that's why they rigged the draft. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) But yeah, so, you know, it's, it's a tough stretch here, but at least it's not like back to back and three games and four nights sort of things where, um, you know, the Boston game, that was a tough one because the not only was it a back to back, but the the game in Pittsburgh started at about eight fifteen local time. Yes. And I mean that game didn't end till pretty late. So the Blackhawks had to jump on a plane and it's a short flight to Boston, but I, I bet they still didn't get in until like two AM and then they had to play a game that night.
0: But and earlier start that night, yeah.
1: Yeah. So You know, at least this this upcoming stretch here for this week, they've had a couple of days off. Now they played in Montreal Saturday, then in Toronto on Monday. You know, obviously another tough building in a hockey crazy town, but Mm -hmm. then they get a couple of days off. You know, as they travel to Colorado, so it's it's not a brutal schedule this week, despite it's a lot of you know, despite it being a lot of air miles between
0: tough opponents, but spread out.
1: Right, right. So yeah, so I, I think you'll see plenty of energy from the Hawks. We'll just see how well they can match up, especially without Hall, against these, you know, fairly good teams here. So,
0: but the one thing we can we can say is there's a lot of young, exciting players to watch, and that yeah. hasn't been for a long time. So yep, yep. Well, I don't know if you have any more thoughts you want to add.
1: I don't or think so. I you think, think uh, you know we're two games in, and it's been a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and you were there, so. That's know. right. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, I am STH85 on Twitter, Michael.
1: MJ underscore Ernst.
0: And you can get the podcast on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, and yeah, we'll be back, and the season's going now. We'll have lots to talk about, and as always, go hot.